Hello and welcome to Gundam, I Hardly Know Him, the book club style podcast where we tackle every Gundam series, movie, OVA, what have you, in release order. I'm Michael, and today is episode three? I think it's episode three of our anime IRL uh, miniseries. Um, it's our it's our miniseries where we just kind of, well, like, with the Gundam franchise, we're, we're doing deep dives. We're really getting in there. But uh, anime IRL, we're, we're just kind of checking in, checking in to see what's going on with these uh, anime live action movies. Um, I'd say we're like parents. Um, there's like a sleepover happening. And we're, we're just kind of like peeking our head in the door, see how the kids are acting, make sure that nothing's happening. Um, but yeah, the kids are beating the shit out of each other. It's pure <laughs> chaos. It's absolutely fucked. It's, punch, things aren't going well. Punching holes in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're drinking and smoking both. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of them started doing heroin. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's about how things are going. Um, today we are talking about the 2015 live-action adaptation of Attack on Titan, and I'm joined by your favorite, your favorite, uh, you love him, you've seen him on the big screen, Uh, he's all squarey, now he's yellow, now he's blue, (laughs) it's Christian. Hey everybody, how you doing? It's great to be back on this IRL (laughs) mini-series, uh, Michael, I got this uh, apple. You wanna you wanna take a bite out of it real quick? <laughs> I need your help to understand what the fuck that was about. That <laughs> I'm was not gonna lie. My favorite part of the whole movie. <laughs> Look, is that is this is this Adam and Eve allegory? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> the opening of that scene was like. Um, you know, it was very dramatic. The wind was blowing. There's like dead leaves mm-hmm. falling, and um, uh, why am I forgetting her? Mikasa's like twinkling along on the piano there, and uh, <laughs> you know, and you know, obviously, there's like it starts off with great tension between her and Aaron, and then yeah. um, do we? What's the name of that officer guy? It's it's basically your Levi stand-in. It's like they. So actually, I uh, heard a little bit. About, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But yeah, okay. It, it the cheesiest of cheese scenes. Yeah, with that guy. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Towards the yeah. end there. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll get to it. Let's let's save that we'll for later. But a uh, great reference because I was like, what what is up with this apple? And why? <laughs> what does this represent i don't know <laughs> i had to watch um, it twice to like first i was like wait did that just happen like <laughs> did i miss something like <sighs> yeah um so with the other episodes of this miniseries we've tackled hollywood's attempt at doing some anime uh, adaptation for the big screen for big movie and we talked about ghost in the shell and dragon ball z uh, or Dragon Ball Evolution, excuse me. Uh, but today we're talking about Attack on Titan, which is a Japanese production, uh, live-action adaptation of a Japanese show. So a little bit different. And we're going to kind of compare and contrast how this got things better or worse than maybe our other adaptations did. Um, but before we really dive into 
the Attack on Titan live-action movie, let's talk a little bit about the anime. Um, because Attack on Titan is an anime that has been, in the zeitgeist, been very popular, Big especially time. especially in the States. I think it, it's got to be the most popular anime outside of, like, Naruto and stuff like that. Like it's Outside of, like, I don't know. Naruto, One Piece, and maybe... I feel like, I don't know, it's probably got to be top five, I would say top three. Yeah, at least, it, definitely if you consider, like, things that are currently airing. It definitely has the biggest, like, following of things that are, are, like, currently coming out. Because I feel like a lot of the more popular animes are ones that have been around for a long time. And yeah. were on American TV. But Attack on Titans, po- I mean, it's popular everywhere. Really, really popular show. Like, I don't know what the specifics are on, like, how widely published the manga is. Or, it's just, like, mm-hmm. what, it just really... And, you know, to your point, Michael, it's arrived on the scene fairly recently, but and yet mm-hmm. already has such, like, an omnipresent uh, presence in that, you know, anime-manga world. Like, Totally. Yeah, and we're, uh, we're currently recording this in January of 2022, and uh, the third episode of the final season just aired this Sunday, so... You know, it's still coming out, um, and it's finally wrapping up here in the next couple months. So I'm still watching it. I'm in the middle of season four, beginning oh, middle of nice. season four. Oh, what, of season four? Yeah. Oh wow, you really, you really got through it there. Yeah, I did. I well, okay. <laughs> Attack on Titan is one of those shows for me that it's it's like we talked about this I think a little bit last mm-hmm. time maybe, but it's so good that I and so intense that mm. I watch it in short bursts. And so what'll happen is I'll watch like a one or two episodes and be like, holy shit, this is way too fucking intense. It's too good. Oh my God. And then I'll watch another episode. Next thing you know, the story just like gripped me by the fucking gonads. And just, <laughs> it just, you know, it just grips you and it doesn't let go. And then you just have to watch the rest of it. So... It's yeah, it's I yeah. If if you're listening to this podcast and you have not watched Attack on Titan, go watch it. Like I recently just picked it up this uh this season. Um I just started watching it around Christmas time when I had a bunch of time off of work for the holiday season. Um and really just boshed through it. Like I was watching it while working out because the first couple seasons, or th- say like the first season has that kind of classic anime feel especially with the dub where it's just like they're they're saying what's happening on screen, long diatribes <laughs> right. about emotion and past <laughs> yeah. and revenge and love and what does friendship mean? Yeah. Um, but th- there are some massive twists and turns that the story takes. Massive. Um, that that are so gripping. And so this is your spoiler warning now. If you haven't seen it, I like I actually think it it is obviously it's not over yet, but I would say a instant classic. A masterpiece in anime and and in storytelling so far. Oh, and I'd say like for me, like I'm looking forward to these episodes that come out each weekend as much as I look forward to like Game of Thrones episodes when that was like at its peak. It's a really great show that is has way more depth than you would think when you first start. I'm mad that I didn't catch um, up earlier because I would love to have that you know that week to week like uh, excitement. Yeah, I mean. I think there's still going to be at least 14 episodes. I mean, or something like that. Cause like, I think the, the first part of season four 
So this is technically season four, part season four, part, part two. One. Oh. So part one's already come out, um, and now it's part two that's coming out. Oh shit! So, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when you when you catch up, you, I mean you you can probably catch up pretty soon because you might not have that many episodes. No, left. I'll probably catch up over short. The, by the end of the week. Well, oh, I'll totally. have to squeeze Gundam <laughs> in somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, so yeah, spoiler warning. Uh, if you haven't watched Attack on Titan, you definitely should. Um, but yeah, again, so Christian, I think you, I had brought up that I was watching it and you had already watched up to season three. Have you been watching it like for a while now? Or, like when did you first become aware of it? I was, um, I was aware of it when it's like started coming out or at least like when it started really hitting like mainstream popularity. Say I started watching before season two had made it, uh, had made it out, um, but I was still pretty late to it, um, and you know, again, it was like that. Holy shit! Like I don't know if I want to watch a like horror anime because it does such a good job with the the gore and just the mess of all that. Like it's just ah, uh, I can I can deal with that, but like only so much. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of one of those. People. Actually, before we continue, let's can you sum up kind of the ba- the very basic plot of Attack on Titan real quick for anyone who maybe hasn't seen it? Okay, so I'm going to give you the basic plot without like the major twist. Um, so essentially, uh, humanity has been pushed to the brink of extinction by these creatures called uh, Titans, which are these giant humanoid creatures that. Uh, will eat humans and so for the past century the humans have been living inside these concentric walls that are ginormous that are keeping these these giants out and so the main characters of this show are these three characters Aaron, Mikasa and Armin and I don't remember their last names right now so sorry uh but anyways, they there's these kids who are, you know, stifled by their life inside the walls and they can't wait to, you know, they're so curious about what's outside and next thing you know, these these giants, you know, titans show up, special titans and blow the wall down and titans burst through and they just they totally wreck their lives, right? And so from then on they are dedicated to avenging, you know, their family and the, all the people that have been killed and this and that. And it kind of, it goes from there. But that's just, that's not even, <laughs> that doesn't even really capture the show. Yeah. You really, like, it is an impossible show to, like, like, I'm listening to you tell it. And that's, that is a perfect description of, like, what I would put on Netflix if I was trying to get somebody to watch it, like, without spoiling it. And now, again, we're going to talk about spoilers. Because halfway through season one, I feel like is the very first time where it's like things are not as they seem when we find out that our main character has the ability to become a Titan. And when that is revealed to me, I was like, oh, shit, this show, the show has depth to it. And like the show is like, I don't know, like I was surprised by that reveal. And then like after that kind of felt like, oh, the show deserves my attention a little bit more than I thought. Right, than I thought it did, yeah. Yeah. Was there a moment for you where you, like, it kind of gripped you more than you were expecting? Mm. Let's see. Like, when we find out about the the shifting titans, Mm -hmm. 
talking about Annie, that's when it was like, what the fuck? Or like, especially when they find out that there's a Titan inside the wall. Yeah. That like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's what got me because it was like totally because that's such a good point because that's when they talk about the religion of the people who like worship the wall and stuff and like yeah. there's all this like more world building where you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Right, and that's you know? that little reveal is left very vague for a long time. And yeah. um, so you are left thinking of all the implications of why the fuck are these titans inside the wall? Which means that, like, obviously we find out that Aaron is be able to, he's able to become a titan. So there's a weird connection between titans mm-hmm. and humanity. So what is it, right? And so you start, like, really wondering about that. And, you know, that the government has multiple factions inside of it. And there's people who want to know the truth and there's people who are actively hiding the truth and it just like it's so much more than the titans eating people and the total the beautiful animation it just it also has like juicy juicy drama yeah i mean yeah like wrapped up in that yeah the art style is really interesting like very different from a lot of other anime and then the music is incredible like some really good scoring and some mm. really good uh, opening songs i think the the opening song to season four part one goes yeah so oh my god it's then, <laughs> when they're all jumping off the wall it's like ah! yeah <laughs> yeah and then season four part two the opening is like just like a metal core song and it, it is so incredible <laughs> as well so the, the music's great it's like such a bingeable show and i think season four by far has the the biggest jump in the depth to what what's happening um really it, it's just yeah season so three good. felt like that for me up to this point that's like yeah i of course i can only imagine yeah season four really especially at the beginning it um i don't know a, lo- a lot of stuff that to really digest and the implications of different stuff so do you remember yeah, what really what happened to annie i forgot what the like what the end of her arc was. So uh, Annie was, she like trapped herself in a crystal. Yes, that's after, the last thing I remember. And she's just been in that state since. Nothing's happened. Nothing's happened to her. Yeah, so so she's kind of like one of the characters where people are like, what's going to happen with Annie? Like, yeah. Annie's still in play. She's... Like, Annie's still, she's still in play. Like there's something can happen at any moment. Just like when's it going to happen, you know? She's, oh my God, she's one of my favorite characters. There's a moment in season three where there's like, uh, she gets, she's in like a couple flashbacks in season three. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a flashback with Reiner, Annie, and another character. And um, I think along, another character along with Bertolt. So three shifters mm-hmm. and then one guy who has no idea that they're whatever. Yeah. And I think this is during like one of the initial attacks and um he overhears a conversation they're having. Yeah. That scene is so good. <laughs> and they, like, are, like we can't let them find out. And they're all freaking out, like trying to I like figure out what to do with them. And Annie's like ripping off his his gear. And yeah. she's like looking at him like, sorry, dude. Like that part so was like, wild. oh my God, it's crazy. I know. I kind of can't wait for this season to be over and, and the series to be finished so I can go back and watch like some of the early stuff with all these characters who we didn't know are playing two sides and right. like see the different things that they do. Because, um, yeah, there, there's a lot of intrigue in the show. There um, is. And is 
I wonder if like watching it again, you'll pick up on some things. Like definitely. But um, you you have no idea. First time going through, you you won't <laughs> guess. You won't have any idea. No, no, yeah. There's there are some really big twists. Um, I yeah, I legitimately think the show is great. Uh, so who are some characters that you really like from the show? Because I want to talk about like some of the best characters in the show versus the the movie as well. Because I mean, I think everybody loves Levi. Levi, Levi, like, obviously the most beloved, and Mikasa. I think is also like these are really powerful, strong characters. Um, that people really like. Right, they're like the anti-hero, quiet, angry, like broody, yeah. mysterious, mysterious. Obviously, very cool. You know, yeah, super powerful. Yeah. Um, let's see, Hans, Hans, I think, or Hanji. They they call her name Hanji. Hanji. Oh my God, she's yeah, my <laughs> Hanji and Sasha. She's so cool. <laughs> Sasha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I love those, are the those exact two. characters that like I was really happy to see in the live action was Sasha and. Hanji, of course, they, like beloved. Okay, the the actor that plays Hans or Hanji, mm-hmm. she fucking nailed it. Like the best, yeah, the, the best, best portrayal of the character. Yes, yeah, by far. Um, so let's go ahead and let's talk, go ahead and just jump into the movie because I feel like we we have a lot to say. Let's do it. So it's a it's a two thousand and fifteen, um, yeah, two thousand fifteen movie. And there's two parts. So there's part one and part two. I just watched part one. I believe Christian did too. Yes. Um, yeah. That's the only one I watched. Yeah. I straight up do not have time to watch two parts of the live action Attack on Titan right now. But um, would you we, be excited to part watch one. part two? Who? Uh, that's a good question. Maybe we can answer that at the end if we'll watch part two. Okay. Yeah. We'll 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 swing back to if we'll watch part two. Um. So straight up. Like we start watching the movie, you, you you like line it up. It's going. Um, what are your first like initial thoughts of the the vibe of the film? Because it pretty much it stays like the beginning is pretty faithful to the anime. It starts with like a little um, kind of like animated drawing of the history, kind of setting up the lore. Yeah, of all of these people trapped behind the wall, and the titans are giants that eat people, and they're on the other side of the wall but they you know the humans haven't seen them um and then we're kind of introduced to uh shikanshina uh or shikanshina as it's dubbed uh and it's kind of like the little city where they live um Uh what were your kind of like initial thoughts of the visuals of the movie um i think okay i might be a little biased because before watching the movie i did i watched some of the behind the scenes stuff and i think I think some of the filming was done on this famous island that was uh, supposed to be like this. It was like almost kind of like a social experiment. It was highly densely uh, populated island with you know these like crazy apartments. But eventually, it was abandoned. I can't remember why. Um, oh yeah, that, that I think that that island is probably filmed on the same island that um, the scenes from Skyfall. Were put on where Javier yes. Bardem. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, Abroad in Japan has a really good video where he visits those on YouTube. I highly suggest it, Christian, if you haven't seen it. I may he have. Visits, I may have visits not. two abandoned islands. I think it came out like like a year ago or something, but a really good video. I didn't know that's where it was filmed. That makes sense, though. Right, it makes sense, and I thought that oh, that's genius. I feel like that's that's such a great way. Um, that was really smart. So, um. Knowing that, right, I thought 
I was like, oh, okay, you know, I'm I'm not, you know, put off at all. Like, this is, I, I can go with this, you know. Um, and then I thought it was interesting that there's, there's, like, tiny little deviations from the source material. Obviously, there's going to be. Uh, when he's messing around with the, that, like, bomb. You know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? That had, like, that 40s-style painting on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the, where, the Armand? Armand's thing, or? No, like, the very beginning where they, oh, wait, that's not the very, very beginning. Oh, 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 sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, where, yeah, he's, like, basically climbing on, like, what looks like an old nuclear warhead or something. Yeah. Like a, giant, <laughs> yeah. a giant cartoony <laughs> nuclear warhead. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's the interesting thing about the movie, is that they definitely, like, Attack on Titan, the, the anime, seems to be based in more, like, medieval-ish time period, or, yeah. like, Maybe like renaissance i'm not really sure what how you would describe it the, this time period but it's pre-cars pre like industrial revolution it's um, pre-modern yeah they was it's yeah. kind of like that kind of universe like they yeah they do have some pretty modern technologies like the gas propelled grappling hook mm -hmm. harness things that they swing around on and yeah. so there's some like some steampunk elements to that but by and large totally. yes pre-modern type of universe um yeah and What's Whereas the movie, yeah, the movie definitely like jumps it up, and it's more like, I, I don't know, would you say like forties or fifties technology, maybe? Yeah, I would say so. Like, uh, yeah, World War Two type level of technology, mm -hmm. um, a little bit more advanced than maybe what we would see in like World War One, because they have like armored vehicles and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is um, when I was like reading on the wiki about the movie the author intended for the movie to be kind of like its own standalone thing right so that's so i think that's like a very convenient way to say like okay we don't have to like jump through all these hoops to make it you know 100 percent loyal <clears throat> yeah but it also makes sense because of like it's clear that like the budget was probably really big for this like production company but like in comparison to like hollywood movies like they probably don't want to be dealing with a lot of like horses and right. like, of, like you can easily take, you know, more modern scenery and turn it into like a post-apocalyptic more style, which is what they did more industrial. Yes. Um, so it's probably a lot easier than doing like, the, like classic uh, European style housing. Um, Cause like everything in attack on Titan is very Germanic. Yes. Um, not, not like modern, uh and like the styling is very specific so it makes sense and i like i think it's a total fine leap to make to make that difference i think it changes personally. it changes everything honestly for me because mm -hmm. and honestly i read that before watching the movie so when i went in maybe it kind of it biased me maybe who cares mm -hmm. i was forgave it so much more i was like i don't need this to recreate an experience for me while you know when watching the anime right that's that's for what watching the anime right this is the movie totally and so i was i watched it with you know a lot more kind of like i don't know i enjoyed it a lot right you know kind of mm -hmm. keeping that in mind that this is its own entity and that you know you'll run into little things like aaron 
climbing climbing all over an atomic warhead, you know, <laughs> like or the, them driving, you know, armored vehicles, and probably saves the production a whole lot of money and effort trying to dress it up in medieval style architecture and all that stuff. Um, totally. And yeah, it didn't bother me at all. And the other interesting little tidbit of you know, kind of along those lines, is that um, like the the makers and creators of the movie. Um, kind of consider it to be the spiritual sequel to this cult classic film that came out in 1966 called The War of the Gargantuans. And it's, oh, interesting. Yes, and it's a kaiju film directed by Ishiro Honda with special effects by Eiji Tsuburaya, uh, referred by scholar Stuart Galbraith the fourth as a quasi-sequel to Frankenstein Conquers the World. So anyways... It's considered a cult classic. I would like to watch it sometime soon. Um, and so it's kind of seen, this Attack on Titan is seen as the spiritual successor to that Interesting. 1966 cult classic film. So that makes sense. I think that's really cool that it kind of lives on its own, you know, in that totally. way. <clears throat> yeah. And I think, like, again, like, I think if we're talking about how are these movies doing a good job at what they're trying to do. I feel like this movie is good at what it's trying to do because it, it is like a B-movie replication of oh, like a giant zombie movie or something. Like it's not really trying to be Attack on Titan like this deeply like complicated, right. intriguing plot with twists and turns. It's more like it's more of a straight horror like post-apocalyptic zombie film, but the zombies are massive human eating titans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you what did you think about I thought it was great. I thought the way they did the titans was awesome. I have to say but one of my first notes here is that the the visual effects are better than I was expecting to oh, be yeah. honest. I mean like I think the stills like if you look at like a still of the movie it looks like dog shit but yes. like watching it and like knowing that it's a B movie like or, you know it's not Hollywood it's I thought it's fine. Like I think most of the the effects are pretty good. Um, besides the uh, omnidirectional gear that them flying around kind yeah. of looked like really bad. <laughs> there were parts that looked, that looked pretty bad. You yeah. know, I will say that if you get on YouTube, there's some behind-the-scenes stuff on there, and you can see them doing the wire work. And when you look at them doing the wire work, it looks like their actors are doing all kinds of amazing acrobatics. It looks like they've really worked hard <laughs> on Ooh. that element. Um, but yeah, there's no getting around that. That some of that looked pretty rough. Yeah, I, I like. I honestly don't. I think you could have the biggest budget in the world. I don't think you can do the Odium gear in real life. Like, I just don't think the physics make any sense. So you can't make it visually make sense. Like, I, I think it's only really works in the format that they do it in the anime. So I, I don't know. Like, I almost feel like they could have done something a little different with it. Um, to make it a little bit more visual. This okay. This kind of goes back to our Dragon Ball convo in terms of like, yeah, okay. How how do, the changes that you make for it to like like translate to humans? I guess right. Like, it's difficult. It's so difficult. Like with what they had. Yeah, because the you know, yeah the that like those weapons in the anime are so important to what makes it special. Yes. But I just don't I, I just I cannot foresee that there's a way you can do it in real life. Like it to me it just doesn't 
compute. Okay. But I don't know. Would, Maybe it could be done. I think I think though I did appreciate the practical effects side of it. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, totally. Um I think yeah, I think that what they should have done is just made it more grounded in like the movements that they're making. Uh-huh. Like make it more of just like a grappling hook gun or something as opposed to being like the way they use in the show where they're like Really like swinging around, the sky. <laughs> yeah, swinging around, <laughs> flying around. <laughs> oh man, I wonder what the Hollywood take will be on that. But I, yeah, we can maybe I, save that towards the end of the movie discussion. I don't know. Yeah, I'm very interested as well. Um, a couple other things I really liked. I liked how cramped and shitty they made it seem behind the wall. Like that's one of the things about the anime is that like the life behind the wall for the humans that live there, for the people that live there. Like, they're all, like, especially Aaron, our protagonist, and Armin are very, like, upset about being kept behind the wall and their, like, their lives there. They want to, like, see the world. But at the same time, their lives look kind of idyllic in a way. Yeah. Simple. And everything looks, like, really beautiful and pretty. Whereas in the movie, they make it look like they live in trash piles. Yeah. It's so cramped. It's muddy. It's disgusting. Everybody's so dirty. Like, yeah, I would, yeah. I was like, I would want to get the fuck out of there as quick as possible. That looks like absolute like dog water to live in. Yeah, I love that so, that choice that they made it. They they did a really good job making it look gritty. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Another thing I liked is I thought the Titans looked scary. They like, did. They looked fucking terrifying. They were disturbing. They, yeah, and the way that they ripped people apart and ate them, like. I, mean, I think that was a really good representation of the show because in the show as well, like the first time the Titans break through the wall, oh my god, it's like you're like not really ready for you're how not. much for how many people are gonna die. Like they're they're tearing people apart and eating them whole. Oh my gosh! Um, and it's just like it, it's a it's kind of crazy to see. And yeah, it does look a little cheesy, but like I don't know if you like can get past the like kind of goopy look of it it's scary looking too i yeah i I think they did an incredible job like one of the scenes Mm -hmm. that really stands out to me is where those people get cramped into that uh alleyway i know exactly what you're talking about and (laughs) there's like you know people getting like picked off one by one and then like all of a sudden there's the camera just gets drenched in like goo and gore and you're like oh "Oh," you know like yeah it's scary that was like it's scary it's horrifying but that's one of the fun elements of the movie because you like you know it's like Mm -hmm. horror b movie so you're gonna get these like holy shit i thought like the way they did the camera work on that was genius i think they they killed it on that part um, yeah, and also whenever all the people get stuck in that building, oh yeah, um, and he and Aaron just gets out, and they like get all smashed, and you see the blood flow oh, underneath, underneath the door. The oh, and like, it's just like oh, the blackest, oh, thickest blood. Yeah. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> and I love that they're leaning into that because, like, again, that is better than the action. Like, that is so much more effective than the, like, fighting, in my opinion. Obviously, you need the fighting. Right, you need I the fighting. that was all really cool. Yeah, that was, that was great. At, at first, I was like, oh, my God, no way they're killing Mikasa. Like, that would be <laughs> such fucking bullshit. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to talk about uh, Mikasa or Mikasa's character in this movie because I felt like that... The one thing I would have to kind of gripe about is I didn't really like how her character was handled. 
yeah, at all. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, it's just a weird. I don't know. Like at the beginning of the movie, she's so meek and so like uh-huh. nothing and kind of like timid, and then she like should have died. Like this, yeah. basically a titan. We think that Aaron and we the audience think that uh, she dies, and in that way, she kind of is a stand-in for Aaron's parents. Right, because or Aaron's mom, because Aaron sees his mom get killed in the show, and so it's supposed to be this thing that like makes him very headstrong, and he's like, "I'm going to kill all the Titans and stuff," and that's kind of like what Mikasa is supposed to be here, right? But like then she comes back, and somehow now she's like insanely gifted at like she is in the show, and she's like just like just killing Titans right and left, um, but what? happened wasn't really explained and she won't really talk to Aaron now which is not really explained that was all subtext there was like (laughs) that relationship you know after that moment is all subtext like there's a moment where he's like oh I'm so you know he tries to approach her he's like holy shit I'm so happy that you're alive and she's like really (laughs) is that so didn't seem that way didn't seem that way you abandoned I was like, you know, you start to get there. You're like, oh, shit, man. Okay. Yeah. I kind of like this. I kind of like the, you know, the tension of like, you have left me there. And, uh-huh. uh, you know, I didn't mean to, yada, yada. And then uh, <laughs> the apple scene. <laughs> yeah, you... Okay. So, all right. Mikasa comes back. And I guess there's all training sequence kind of. That was all kind of disappointing. I wanted to see some more training. Yeah, like, we never got a real training montage. Yeah, after they kind of escaped the Titans in the first bit, Aaron joins the military along with Armin, and there is where we meet Hanji and Sasha, two of the best portrayed characters in the movie yes. from the anime. Um, the, yeah, I, like you said, uh, like the character, the actor who plays Hanji did such a good job. Um, like really representing that character well, and then I thought that it was just great to see Sasha eating those potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have a note that it's like the eating, like stuffing her face full of mashed potatoes, is not nearly as cute as it is, like in the anime in real life, because it just looks disgusting. <laughs> like <laughs> I forgot, <laughs> she's just, filling, that... just filling her mouth full of mashed potatoes and not like, swallowing. Like she wasn't she swallowing. Doing? It made no goddamn sense, <laughs> and it looked like so bad. Like there was no way she could swallow all that mashed potatoes. It made no sense. Yeah. It was kind of like that's gross. Um, but yeah, no Hanji. Oh my god, I was like, oh, I wonder how they're gonna do her character, and she, mm-hmm. man, she fucking nails it. Knocks it out of the park. Um, but yeah, we never get a real training montage and like them learning how to use the omnidirectional gear and the, you know, blades. That is, I think that is part of the reason why part of the hangup that I have with the movie is that Aaron, even in the like later movie seems so void of confidence. Yeah. He doesn't have any of the guile confidence like i mean in the show it's all false confidence really like right it's not earned he shouldn't be as confident as he is <laughs> that's like part of the learning process yeah but in the movie it's like no confidence it's like he he doesn't really have that 
will to fight that you kind of feel like he should. He's kind of a twerp. Yeah, and he's not that strong, and he doesn't seem that good at anything. He just seems to be there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, <laughs> he kind of, he, he's like, he watches this girl just get eaten. Like, he does almost nothing to rescue her. <laughs> he didn't have his gear with him at the time, so I, he wouldn't have been able to do much anyways. It does somewhat mirror the first season, like the whenever they very first, um, right after they're made, like they're like, oh, you're in the military now. You're like part of the military. And then there's that like second attack by the Colossal Titan. Yeah. Um, which opens up that, that second hole. And then just like all these people die, like all of the people that were supposed to be fighting just basically die. That's when... Uh, Aaron first turns into a Titan and it is so brutal because it, like it does show how scared they all are of these things. Like, right. They just trained for three years, but they can't even like try and fight them. Cause they don't know like even the physics of doing that. Right. Um, so it kind of does mirror that in a way, but it is just like, he doesn't seem to be even trying to, to do anything or have any like impact on the world at this point, which is just like a little weird for your main character. Well, that um, I will say that little fight scene he had with the the asshole guy was really well done. Oh yeah, that was yeah, so that was much fun fighting. to watch. Um. So yeah, again, we're reintroduced to uh, Mikasa. She comes back with this guy. Do you know what his name is? Because it's not a character from the show. He's not a character from the show, and I don't remember ever anyone ever like calling out to him all that much. I think there was like yeah. one little moment. I I just never caught his name. <laughs> yeah and he's definitely supposed to be like the levi stand-in because they definitely wanted a character like like levi is the most loved character from the anime because he's a very powerful like handsome brooding kind of like emo guy who is insane at fighting and he's like so charismatic and he's like but the, apparently the father figure for the younger members exactly scouts. yeah but and he's humble um but uh apparently they didn't want to name any characters in the movie levi because they were worried about other like the other actors being able to pronounce the name oh like saying levi, levi which is like seems like a weird gripe because they say the name in the in the show. anime just fine yeah they say levi yeah, never an issue <laughs> it's never all the time they say levi it's literally two syllables <laughs> I don't know why they would like and like Aaron. That's like not any easier or harder or I, I don't know. I would have I would have thought the reason would be like Aaron. He's just too beloved of a character. If we mm. if we try to do a live action portrayal of him, we're just gonna nothing's gonna come close. I, that yeah, would have I would have made that <laughs> you know that would expected that, but instead it's like oh uh, we they wouldn't be able to pronounce his name. Bullshit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So this character, who I don't know his name, well, we're just going to call him Levi, because that's basically who he is, but he's more of an asshole version of Levi. He comes back Creepy with Mikasa, asshole. and they're both insanely good at killing titans. They're both super strong. Um, and this is where Mikasa basically, like, doesn't talk to Eren. And then this character basically, like, cucks Eren <laughs> in, front, in like, front of him. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't understand. Can you, like, break down the scene in question? All right, so you were talking about earlier. Anyways, Aaron, you know, approaches uh, 
Mikasa as she's kind of like brooding by herself, twinkling along on this old piano. And they're having this conversation and like automatically you can tell like something's off, you know, she obviously blames Aaron for abandoning her and this and that. Vibes vibes are not good. Vibes are not good. And then an apple comes out of the darkness and falls on the floor <laughs> between them. And you're like, okay, what? <laughs> and he's like, excuse me. Sorry for interrupting your little conversation. <laughs> and then you're like, what? And uh, then he like goes up to Aaron and he's like, um, do you really think, you know, you're humans are the ones living inside the wall and you know whatever and he's like that makes you cattle this and that and he's like uh, peace is what is the real enemy and this and that and then he like walks over to Mikasa and like holds an apple in front of her mouth to take a bite out of <laughs> yeah it's a weird power play and then I'm pretty sure for the rest of the movie he's just constantly eating an apple <laughs> yes. like it is it is that is an actor choice like that was not in the script that was definitely this guy came to set they had apples at the craft table and he was like this is my this thing this is gonna be it like i want to make this character my own i want to stand out from the anime my thing is i'll always be eating an apple yeah. that's like a cool thing to do he was like this is gonna he, be iconic <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm gonna get sponsored by an apple yeah. <laughs> um it's so fucking and weird. The cuts between Aaron's like look of shock and, and then the cut back to Mikasa as he's like she like takes a little nibble out of the apple while she's like looking at him intensely. <laughs> that part. Oh man, it's it had so slow too. Like the reason why I don't remember that scene as well is because like just like it was so slow and just like long. The whole scene was so long. I was starting to just like really diso like dissociate from myself i was just like where the fuck is like what is this is this like some weird mood art like i don't even know what the fuck i'm watching <laughs> yeah. anymore it's like is this a perfume commercial like what is happening <laughs> 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 like because it takes a little nibble <laughs> deal or something like that i don't yeah. know <laughs> titan by dior <laughs> by dior <laughs> Can we talk about Aaron's little shit fit right afterwards? Um. Okay. Yeah. Well, refresh me on this. You remember? This okay, like right after that happens, he like runs out of there and like starts going psycho. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he loses his goddamn mind. He throws. I would call it a temper tantrum. Oh yeah. It was like that part took me out of the movie. The the apple yeah. scene was like okay that I enjoyed that I laughed really it, hard watching it was it was them struggling to recreate the anime scream that cannot be recreated or like anime mood scream yell like that is like hard to really decipher into to human emotions like it's a specifically like anime feeling I knew exactly what they were trying to do when I was watching it. Um, but it did not. It did not. Really it doesn't. Come oh yeah. I mean, and I wouldn't expect the actor to like pull that off either. You know, <laughs> he didn't no. do great. I'll be honest. He didn't do great. And but 
Christian, th this reminds me of the most insane scene in the whole movie, which happens right after that. So we go from the Apple scene, the insane piano Apple playing scene, into the mood, like, uh, weird thing where he throws the temper tantrum, into a scene where Aaron is about to go to sleep, and he's, like, laying on a staircase, and then another couple from his training class are, like, Oh, basically yeah. having sex. They're having sex right in front of yeah. him. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, uh, like, like it's his dorm mate. Like, he's just like, fuck, I'll just turn over and just try and tune it out. But then another character who is unnamed decides that, like, she wants to have sex with Aaron. Yeah. So she comes out of nowhere. We don't know this character that well. I think it's supposed to be kind of like an Annie stand in, maybe. Because it's not the Sasha character. I don't know who it's supposed to be. She she comes and comforts him right after he right as he's having the tantrum, and then they like they yeah. go over and they sit down, and then like their friends are having sex in front of them, and she like starts coming on to him, and she's like, yeah, yeah. heavy, like heavy, like in an insane way. And she's like, because he is he's basically like he's void of emotion. He's just like a blank slate of a person. Like he looks like a mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, does she put his hand on her boob before yes. she says, "Are you into single moms?" or after? I think it's at the same time. I think she's basically like, she like opens up her shirt and puts his hand hand on her like side boob kind of area, and she's like, "Are you into single moms?" Because she like, I guess she talked about having a kid previously right i was um, like they, like they, sh they showed like a flashback of the kid too i was like kudos to her for having that confidence with that pickup line because you know that's not an easy one to pull off you know i yeah, wouldn't be know, if i was a single mom i don't know if i could do that you know mm -hmm. and, and you know he's not mom. making a move yeah aaron's not making a move at all no she takes but, all the he, control yeah and this is where things get a little crazy because she's like, he's just like, you can kind of see it on his face. Things are just turning around for him. He's like, you know what? Maybe I will take advantage of this offer. And then out of nowhere, just like <laughs> right behind him, like behind her comes like a giant Titan face, like a shark fin out of water and just like, bust through the wall and then he gets totally blue balled by, by just, completely, <laughs> just completely just completely cock blocked in this titan region the worst and just eats way. this lady yeah swallows her whole like the most in the most like zombie shitty scary movie sh shitty horror movie way <laughs> the titan just decides to take one person gives Aaron the like time to just run away completely not chuffed with like Aaron not bothered which is like I'm gonna eat this like lady the the horny lady the horny lady <laughs> the, must die the horny lady single mom <laughs> yeah <laughs> just goes guilt <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like and that's yeah that's when the movie kind of devolves into its final set piece which is just like a big fight for survival yes it's um and it's not bad. I, I don't know. What do you think about this final act? I think they probably could have cut a lot five of minutes of it out, you know? Yeah. Like, they probably... I got I got pretty damn bored. Because, like, 
we I mean we also both know where it's going. And right. Like the the end game here is that Aaron's gonna turn into a Titan. But the build up to that was insufferable, I will say. Like pretty boring. Yeah, and it's like you know, I kinda like watching the Titans, you know, wreck shit and eat people and run around and do stuff. But um honestly I was you know, I couldn't wait to see the money shot, which is that moment where Aaron rescues Armin and gets his arm chopped off, you know. Okay, my question for you is, how do you think they did with that that particular scene? Which I feel like is the most iconic scene of all of Attack on Titan. Yeah. It is such a good scene because it is just, like in the anime, it is such a good scene because it is really that first deviation from the hero's journey. Like, yeah. Where you're just like, what the fuck what just the happened? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would. It's similar to like the end of Game of Thrones season one, uh-huh. where Ned dies, and you're just like, that's not supposed to happen. Like, like uh, did you all put the wrong show out? Like, he's not supposed to die. He's what the are you main doing? fucking character just <laughs> got eaten. Like, what? <laughs> so, like, I think they did a pretty good job, to be honest. I mean, the visual of him going down, like, the oh, throat of the Titan, oh my god, was disgusting i can't believe like, i forgot about oh, that well i did all forget of that about that was disgusting it was di- like absolutely disgusting looking i love i like loved and hated that part all at the same mm-hmm. time because it was like oh my god we're like getting to-. he's like travels down the esophagus into this like giant stomach thing and there's like other body parts in there oh, and there's so gross the horny single mom was in there you know? oh that's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he essentially he like when he Aaron is severely injured, obviously everyone who's listened up to this point already knows, but he turns into the Titan, right? Mm-hmm. And so basically, he's like cooked alive by the stomach acid, while you know before he <laughs> he's able to transform. So that that was pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah, it was like I think one of my last notes on here was just that the scene of the attack Titan coming out of the other Titan was vomit inducing like abigail was sitting there and like i was so embarrassed by my wife like sitting there watching me watch this fucking movie (laughs) it looked disgusting and i was so like i was like please go in another room because i can't have you in here while i watch this smut this fucking like (laughs) disgusting smut (laughs) i thought it was awesome what did you think about the uh the the attack titan how do you think how do you well, think they did firstly, on that? I do want to say the one thing, like you were asking me what I thought about that scene where he rescues Armin from inside the mouth. Yeah. I thought it was really good, but it was like like three times too slow. Mm-hmm. Like the the idea that the Titan wouldn't bite down while they're both just like chilling in its mouth was like I don't know. I, maybe my memory is wrong, but I remember from the anime it seemed to happen so quickly. Like Armin was in there, and Ar- like you kind of hear Armin's inner dialogue, like "I'm gonna die here." And then when Aaron comes in and saves him, pulls him out, yeah, I feel like it happens so quick, and you're just like, they just band aid it, just like, "Oh, Aaron's dead now," and you're just like, "What the fuck?" Um, whereas this seemed to be like too long. It kind of was like limped no way along. Yeah, I feel like if they had made that scene like a quick boom bang like a one-two punch that would have been like oh you know 
But overall, I think they did a pretty decent job for, you know. Totally. A very iconic, you know, scene of the show. I mean, that's that's what I kept waiting to watch the whole time was that one <laughs> that one part. I would I just was hoping that the I was assuming that it would end with Aaron becoming the attack titan. And to answer your question, I thought that from that point, the rest of the movie is pretty enjoyable to be honest. Like seeing the attack titan just absolutely destroy all the other titans is like pretty pleasing to watch. I think they did an amazing job with that. Like Yeah. I thought it looked good. I mean, they like I'd say the attack titan and the other titans equally look like kind of cheesy, but at the same time like whenever they're not trying to make everything else look really small, like when it's just focused on the two creatures, I think it looked pretty dang good. And yeah. Like, not like the action was like pretty good. Um, it seems like there's some real like MMA style moves kind of similar to the anime. Like the anime really like they show Aaron doing like real style fighting technique. Yeah. Um, which is like another really cool thing about it. And I felt like they were pretty faithful to that in the movie. So Honestly, from that point forward, I was like, this is pretty good. Like, a pretty good watch. After, like, all the disgusting shit happened. I was like, I'm not, I'm not too bad about this. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that, that was... He does look a little rubbery sometimes, but... Yeah, yeah, it looked... It was freaking awesome. I loved, I loved the end of the movie. I was pumped to jump into the second one after the first one, I'll be honest. Interesting. I don't know if I could commit the time to watching the second one. I don't know. Like, I might watch it. If you watch it, I'll, I'll and co-sign it as worth my time. I'll watch it. I did rent the movie on, like, I paid money to watch it on Amazon. Oh, this part two, <laughs> or the first one. Oh yeah, like I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So like, I did have to commit actual like American U.S. currency to watching this. <laughs> Maybe I would like find a nefarious way to watch the second one or something, but. I don't know. I feel like I could see this in a theater with my friends and I would have enjoyed it. And I, I think that I would enjoy the second one too. They're both like, I think they're both pretty short as well, which is like pretty good. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I liked it to, to be honest. Um, and I, I could be convinced to watch part two. I wasn't planning on it. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. I'm definitely a fan of the movie. Like I understand the mixed reviews, of course, right? It's not, Yeah. <laughs> it's got its flaws, but Honestly, like the way the the way the overall reception makes it sound, it makes it sound like it's unwatchable, and that's just not the case. Like it's just no. a fun watch. I had a good if time. You're like, yeah, if you're like a Marvel freak or something who loves like movies that are just so crisp or something, like, I don't know. Like if you can't get over like a B movie kind of look and feel then you won't be able to watch it. Yeah. But if you're somebody who's like, can, you know, you know, like imagine what the process is of making these movies and just how hard it would be to do at a constrained budget with less resources. Like you're going to like it. I think that the way that they pivoted to make it more of like a gory horror movie, kind of like some body horror elements, like really was a good decision in a, in yeah. a similar way to how do I think making Dragon Ball into like a Kung Fu wire arch, like movie would be good. Like, just kind of changing the aesthetic a little bit. Um, I think it makes a big difference. And I would not say it's bad at all. For what it's trying to do, I'd say it did a really good job. Exactly. For what it's trying to do, I think it I, it gets high marks in my book, honestly. I agree. So out, so let's say out of um, 
like one to ten creepy apples uh, <laughs> fall into the ground. <laughs> what, are you, what are you giving? It? I'm giving a good seven point five creepy apples. <laughs> I, I was gonna say I was gonna say a seven. I think it's like for what it's trying to do. For what it's trying to do, I think it's good. Would you be more open to watching this again or Dragon Ball Evolution? Oh, Attack on Titan, one hundred percent. I might watch Dragon Ball Evolution just for the comedy value. Really? Also because <laughs> because since, since it is in English, I could like look at something else while watching it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. I want to watch Dragon Ball with a bunch of friends. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I think that would be a much this is, better time. This, no, you're right. This is by far the better movie. Um, and lastly, before we wrap it up, it does. So I think you said that there is plans to make a Hollywood version of this. There is, is that true plans to make a Hollywood version. Um, uh, I don't know if it's pre-production yet, but Andy Muschietti, he, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce his last name. He was a director of It, and I believe It Too. Um, so he's, you know, fairly beloved, uh, in terms of a director. And I think that's probably a good choice for this, um, for this take. And I'm interested, right? Again, like, you know, what Hollywood's take will be on the movie with regard to like CG versus practical effects. And I, I don't know. I really loved the way that they made use of practical effects in the movie to bring the, the anime to life. Um, totally. Uh, so I, I think I wonder if like a Hollywood version would seem a little more soulless, uh, if it had if it was super like CGI, he- yeah. you know, heavy. Yeah, I think that I don't know. Like it's if they're trying to be really faithful to the source material, I feel like it's gonna be a hard ask for it to be good, because I just feel like it's it's really hard to adapt. I think out of everything that we've talked about or watched i feel like this is the heart this would be the hardest story to adapt in my opinion to live action yeah maybe maybe more so than gundam i don't know because like i don't know gundam also seems really difficult in my opinion because of like the politics like i think that's so important to it and i think it's really important to this story as well um so i feel like you have to make some changes to just the physics of the world and how things work yeah i'm i'm like yeah medium on if i'd be interested in it I don't know. Again, it just seems like a silly thing to make when you could just make more anime. But you could just make more anime. I mean, I yeah. I like as someone who's really enjoying the franchise at the moment. The more content that I can consume, you know, the better for me. Honestly, at this point, because I just you know, I you know they're gonna you know they're gonna have to do some spinoff because it it is an insanely good show. Is... And just like Game of Thrones had to have a spinoff, they're gonna have to do a spinoff. I I legitimately think that Attack on Titan is as good as Game of Thrones, if not better. If not better, because like right now, I know we're at, like I'm just in the final stretch of the show, but like if you're comparing it to how Game of Thrones ended, so far it's way better. <laughs> yeah, than how they're so it. far it's a, yeah yeah, it, yeah it's just getting better, whereas Game of Thrones just seemed to be getting worse after season three or so. 
I don't know. If you haven't seen it, I don't know why the fuck you would listen to this episode because this must have just seemed absolutely like insane. <laughs> if you haven't seen this at all, there's probably none of this made yeah. sense and uh, probably sounds <laughs> sick and disturbing, and um, which some parts of it is, but that's part of why it's it's incredible. So. Yeah, you either are like related to one of us, or you're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. I think this podcast would be perfect for somebody who watched the anime but hasn't seen the live action, and they don't want to. Absolutely, because, uh, that's reasonable. That's a reasonable thing. This is great. This is great for a hater out there, someone who's like, yeah, watch one of those YouTube reviews and is like, this movie's horrible. Yeah. Take a listen and give it a chance. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, t- dude, I saw people with those videos on YouTube, and I was like, "Fuck off!" Like, I like some American kid saying how bad this Japanese production is. Of like, that's not bad. It just seems stupid. Like this movie's not bad at all. It's not bad, and like honestly, yeah, because what I mean, and I, and I don't not to sound snobbish, but like if you don't again to your earlier point, if you don't understand what it takes to like put all this stuff together and the kind of work even just down to the smallest thing, not not really a small detail, but the way the actors um the movements they have to do on the wires. Like if you watch some of the behind the scenes stuff, look how hard they're working it. It's like some of them it didn't come off on camera as great. But when, like, you're watching yeah. them, you know, swing around and doing all these, like, really elegant movements with the, the blades and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, a lot of hard work came was brought in to make this look even come close to approaching the anime. I know, yeah. It, we should, this should be a disclaimer before any, we talk about the quality of anything, but we struggle to get this free podcast out that takes almost no work. <laughs> yeah. And like these people put out, they, they put out two fucking movies in 2015. Yeah. With like Titans and there's swords and guns involved. Like, we struggle to fucking coordinate a time to do shit. Yeah. So, like, we can't talk. Just, just sit down and talk about a movie. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I think before you, before you shit on uh, special effects, you should try and do it yourself. And totally. Then yeah, I can't even bitch about can't even it. Draw a Goku picture. So what? Like, what do I have to offer? It's nothing. It's different if it's a movie coming out of a major studio that you know has yeah. unlimited resources. Because totally. if that happens, then you're like, okay, like, yeah, obviously something I mean, went it's wrong. Also, I think it's fair with any of these things to you know talk about certain quality like i mean it's like that's like the crit the dilemma of a critic like what value does a critic owe um to like to the world like what do they add i I mean like i don't know you don't really create if you don't create anything where like where do you get off being able to criticize something unless unless you're creating something out of your critique if you're contributing something then there you know there's value in that yeah Again, yeah, I'm not saying that that's the right like way to look at it, but it is like a way to see right. things. Is like, yeah, it's not necessarily how I feel, but sometimes I do feel that way. Whenever I see a critic just talking shit about something, I'm just like, nobody like you don't have to like it. I just mean everyone else has to not like it, and that's how these YouTube. I mean, these obviously a lot of them are just it's super easy to get a click. And a watch, right? You know, because uh, it has especially being negative, right? <laughs> Tack on Titan name on it. Oh, I want to listen to how 
Anyways, yeah, don't don't hate. Give it a chance. What we're what yeah, we're trying to chance. say. Yeah, we're trying to give it a chance. Give Aaron a chance. Give Aaron a give chance. Take a, a chance. Take a bite out of that apple. See what road that uh, takes well, you down. You know. Uh, you know. Before we wrap up, before we say good night and uh, good luck, Christian. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Anything else you've been watching or listening to that you feel passionately about? Before we wrap this one up. Ooh 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 ooh. Um, let's see here. What have I been nerding out on recently? Um, not a whole lot. Uh, I did pick up this new podcast called Firebug. It's pretty good. It's about this, uh, this arsonist, essentially, um, that I think, like, roams around California. Essentially, this guy writes this book about this arsonist. And it appears to be eerily similar to a lot of like cases that are happening in real life. And so they investigate, you know, okay, what's the real difference between the fiction and the truth, you know, and this and that. That's it's pretty good. I, I would give it a give it a listen. Nice. Um I have been watching Victory Gundam and you'll we'll, you'll hear all about that listeners <laughs> soon enough. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I did binge Invincible the other day, and holy shit. Have you seen that, Michael? No, is it an anime? Or yeah, well, it's an, it? it's an Amazon Prime original. Oh, just like a TV show? Yes. It's a car- okay. It's a animation, animated TV show. Okay. It's of a very popular graphic novel, the same name. Um, it's pretty uh, loyal to the original source material. Um, but it's, it's brutal. It's freaking, cause it's, it has that, you know, that, uh, that Justice League show that came out in the 2000s that was really popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. it has yeah, that kind of style of animation. Okay. Uh, but it doesn't pull its punches in terms of like the violence and the drama and the, uh, okay. so I'm interested. Yes, definitely. If, if interested, interested, you haven't watched that. Oh my God. Yeah, I need uh, something else because I was binging, obviously, Attack on Titan to catch up. So that is finished. And I was watching Sword Art Online, which I really enjoyed the first 14 episodes of. I was like, this show is so good. Uh, I was getting in fights with Alex because Alex said that it wasn't good. And then it got really bad. (laughs) 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 And uh, it was very disappointing. So uh, you watch the first 14 episodes or so. Really good. good show up until that point and then it takes a turn that i do not enjoy and adds some elements that i do not like uh so maybe invincible will be a, a good um placeholder for that oh i also absolutely. like i don't know i feel like i've been in the mood to watch these shows that people have been talking about for a long time that i've just been ignoring like demon slayer maybe i'll give it oh okay, okay start with that one start with that yeah, one De- death note people like that my Hero Academia. My Hero. Like that. You gotta watch that one. <laughs> mandatory. Mandatory. <laughs> so all these animes, I feel like I have been in an anime mood again. Which, I mean, that's part of the benefit of not doing the podcast is that I've been able to devote some time. Right. But of course, now we're, now we're watching Victory Gundam. So. Let's get, get back in. Get back in. So watching robots punch each other. So that's what my heart uh, recommend is to watch some robots punch each other. Yeah. And watch soccer because soccer is the best sport, and I love it. Other than that, I think we are uh, we're done for tonight. We're done. And uh, 
we'll just say um, there's a beautiful world beyond the wall. It's full of beauty, but it's also cruel. Uh, hold on to each other and treat each other fairly and kindly. And we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. And uh, before bed, you know, pee, wash your hands, brush your teeth. <laughs> tuck yourself in. Six feet. Six feet. Six feet. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye. Great episode.